Let your freak flag fly. 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 Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, Sapphic Swingers episode number 10. Uh, we want to give you a little advance warning. Uh, the audio on this uh, kind of cuts in and out a little bit. It's, it's not the best because we were in fact on a boat. So we apologize in advance and it will be a, uh, a two episode of recording because we got drunk as usual and rambled on with some really special guest stars. Um, oh, speaking of boats, we, uh, we finally signed up for something very special. Um, it is... Sorry, that's our doggy. <laughs> that's Piper. <laughs> she was chiming in on the special, on the special comment. Um, we signed up for the, uh, couples cruise, uh, the swinger cruise on the MSC Davinia. Um, it leaves out of Miami, um, April 16th and goes to St. Martin, San Juan, and Great Stirrup K. And the best part is it's a swinger cruise and Hell you get to yeah. be naked. <laughs> That's the only way to go for sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it, if, uh, if you listeners have never been on a swinger cruise, it is the best effing vacation you will ever have. <laughs> and actually, we have a, uh, if you go to our website, it's sapphicswingers.blogspot.com. We have a link up there, and you can actually sign up uh, right through our webpage, and that'll put you in the contest to win uh, an interview on the on the ship with us, which, you know, I guess we can all be naked. Is that incentive? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, so you have to, you have to uh, click through our link so that we know that you're, that you're entered into the contest. Exactly. And you'll see it. Uh, just go in there, scroll down on the right-hand side. You'll see our banner, and uh, we hope to see you all, all on board. Enjoy the podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, welcome back to Sapphic Swingers, episode number 10. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rachel. And we hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, we are having the best Thanksgiving. Not only are we on a beautiful catamaran, just in, in the Bahamas. I don't even know which ocean we're in right now. Anybody know? The Abacos. Abacos, yeah. perfect. <laughs> the Abacos yes. Sea. The Abacos Sea. Rachel has taken a lot of testosterone lately, so her voice has kind of <laughs> kind of dropped a little bit. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That's our, our guest stars here. That's the most exciting part about this Thanksgiving is that we are here with Scotty and Miss Depp. Woohoo! <laughs> Hello, listeners. <laughs> Hello, listeners. <laughs> no, no, see, see that's what you guys are doing wrong. There are no listeners. <laughs> Hello, listener. <laughs> <laughs> it's only our two cats and Piper. And Piper. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the best part of being here is we get to hang out with Scotty and Miss Depp and... If we were here alone, we would crash into a reef because we don't know how to sail a boat. No. <laughs> but Scotty and Miss D are kind of seasoned boaters now. I, <laughs> seasoned being you've been on a couple charters. They're being much too flattering. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what kind of prompted you guys to want to charter a boat and explore this area? This is interesting because neither... Scotty or Miss Depp knows who should talk first. <laughs> okay. I'll, try. I'll try. I'll try. We're both looking at each other like you go, you go, you go, I go, you go, I go. We've been married for 15 years, and we've known each other for 17, 18 years, and we don't have children. Thank we, God. Yes. Why? Kids, kids ruin everything. <laughs> we love life. 
we love to travel, we love food, <laughs> and boating is something that takes you to both of those things, um, no problem. So uh, we've yeah. decided to sell it all and uh, buy a boat and travel the world. And at the same time, try to. We're not boat people by nature. We weren't grown. We didn't grow up around boats. We didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I grew and up. You, you want to say where you grew up? <laughs> we grew up up north. So Miss Depp and I are both from the Midwest. <laughs> we weren't. We didn't grow up around water. But uh, we know that owning a boat is something that we can do uh, and travel the world. So that's awesome. Wait, yeah. wait, when did you guys start? I know we, we've known you guys for about a year and a half. When did you start like looking into the the sailing part of it? Was it was it before we met you guys? Oh, very much so. Okay. Um, gosh, this would have been back maybe in 07, 06. We flew down to um, Pensacola, Florida, and we did what's called a sailing A101. Correct a- me. A- ASA 101. ASA 101. <laughs> um, and basically it was... Uh, Scotty and myself on a boat with an instructor. I remember being quite <laughs> terrified the first time the sails went up. Because on those little tiny boats, the sails go up and you pretty much automatically heel over to about 30 degrees. And the first time that happens, you do have this feeling of, are we sinking? <laughs> is this what's supposed to happen? We're but from the Midwest. We don't know. Is, it, <laughs> is this natural? No it's, just, it's just corn and that's it. That's all I know. But it was also... A good rush. And then the one thing, you know, you and I have never talked about, but I think it was an important thing, is it was a skill that neither you nor I had. So Mm. it put us on a level playing field. So it was something we got to learn together. And we got to Mm -hmm. mess up together doing. And we got to kind of help each other learn it. That's cool. Better. So that that made it kind of a, a real good hobby for the two of us. And mm-hmm. that and that's so fun to kind of discover a new hobby together. You mean like and swinging? That's, a, that's an amazing segue to to swinging because like obviously neither of us had any experience with that. I know some couples when you listen to podcasts, people one per, one one person, especially if it's like a second marriage or something like mm-hmm. that, they have experience with right. with swinging. Um, but neither of us had experience with that. So yeah, that's. Yeah. One of the things that we excel at, or one of the things that draws us to sailing or swinging and something like that, is neither of us have any experience. So every night that we come home from a club or every mm-hmm. night that we come home from meeting somebody, it's always this conversation that neither of us have ever had with anybody else but mm-hmm. ourselves. And yeah. that's well, really- and and it's something that's like not independent for you guys. It's something you do together. Yeah. Which is which is is so important. Like it's it's something you're learning and and discovering together. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think uh, for us, because being married for fifteen years, we've talked about this. The person that you and I were when we first got married are completely different people from who <laughs> we are today. And one of the great things that I think we have going for us is we've talked throughout those fifteen years, so that we've been able to grow together. Right. And. We've taken on challenges together, like, hey, let's learn how to sail. And Mm -hmm. those challenges, in a lot of ways, have brought us closer, and they've helped us kind of develop into the people we are today. And that goes for swinging as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's it's funny how close it's brought us, like, with communication. Like, you know, we we have to talk about so much more, like Mm -hmm. we said. And that's like pulling teeth with me, you know, getting me to talk about stuff. But But it's (laughs) it's amazing because that's not, it's all the time, all the things that are important to us now in the lifestyle, three Mm -hmm. years later, 
are not the things that we ever thought would be important to us mm -hmm. a week before the lifestyle. I mean, it just, <laughs> it changes. I mean, a week, well, yeah, a week earlier it was, I don't want to talk about our real names and I, 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 don't, wanna, I don't ever want to get to know everybody, anybody, but here we are three yeah. years later sharing a boat. And the Abacos. With, with two crazy fucking lesbians. With, yeah, with, with, with two swimmer friends that we met a couple of years ago. I mean, it's just, and we know everything about you guys. And yeah. It's just, well, and that's tragic. And you're still hanging yeah. out with us. That's, <laughs> that's unfortunate for you guys. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, we met you guys about a year and a half ago at, at Trap. At trapeze. At trapeze in, uh, yeah, yeah in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. And it, because of the podcast. Yeah, and that, that's so cool. And it's, it's funny how everyone has a different journey getting into trapeze or getting into, you know, the lifestyle. We never, obviously we've said we never thought we'd get into it, but what what's your guys' story about, like, how you start exploring? Which you're obviously absurdly happy, which makes me want to vomit a little bit. <laughs> and not just because I'm seasick. I'm not seasick anymore, but... <laughs> that, that was earlier today. Yeah, that was earlier. <laughs> and obviously you don't have to be unhappy to get in the lifestyle. That's, 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 a, that's a, a stupid, you know, that was stupid for me to say. But, like, what? how did it How did it first uh, come up? Usually it's the woman who initiates it. I was going to say, Miss Step, this is her favorite story to tell. You love, to, you love your version Miss Step? Well, sure, the share, floor is sure. yours. You can share it with none of our listeners. Let me turn, wait, let me turn well, with all of that preface, I'm not quite sure where to go. But thank you, Scotty. Oh, no worries. No, 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 no pressure. No pressure. Wow. I, I, my, no, mind, I, mind you, we're running on batteries here, so we only have like two hours of energy to. The ship is on the spot now. Um, well, and, and, well, we've always been kind of the the kinky couple, so even. When we were young and just dating, we were into exploring funny things like nipple clamps and ah. stuff like that. So we've always been a little bit kinky and always, much like pushing our limits with sailing, always mm -hmm. let's figure out what feels good in, in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. um, so when we first moved down to Florida, so that would have been six years ago... We were going to a couple of fetish parties that were there, and I don't know how many of the listeners have been to fetish parties, but those are more just about kind of getting dressed up in the sexy fetish wear. There's no sex on the premise or anything like that. But <clears throat> Scotty mentioned that there was this extreme fetish party. <laughs> we thought, okay, we'll go, we'll check it out. And I'll never forget this moment. We're kind of <laughs> sitting by the bar and we're drinking in these two. And it does help that these they were both beautiful people. These two beautiful people walk in. And the guy is wearing high heels. I don't know why that stuck out to me, but I just remember thinking, like, that guy's wearing high heels. He was a beautiful guy, well-built, wearing high heels and just like a little tiny black underwear piece. And then she had, like, a pink top on. Anyway, cut to the chase. Eventually, they lay down and start having sex. And <laughs> they're pretty good at it. Spare no detail. And I remember, <laughs> I remember, obviously, Scotty and myself have watched porn and have had sex during porn. But this was like my first, these people are having sex live in yeah. front of us. So I think that <laughs> night, Scotty and I just kind of sat there. I was actually sitting on Scotty's lap. Sorry about the wet spot. <laughs> and we were just watching it. It. it was a very good We night. were just watching it happen, like take it all in. And then I remember the next morning, I think it was uncomfortable for both of us as we were kind of like 
so how do we see that again? Mm. <laughs> and we liked that, right? <laughs> so we, I guess initially we realized we're voyeurs, that it was mm -hmm. fun to see two people having sex. It's and it's extremely, extremely those two erotic people and were like so getting into it too. Like they were very much into the moment and yeah, it, it helped that they were very good looking. <laughs> and it, it, was, it, it was interesting, no, because that was um, one of the things that drew us to your podcast back, like on episode one or two, mm -hmm. was that you guys had experienced something, but you you went home and did some research to try to find a sex yep. club or something that, like, where can we go watch see that happens. sex? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily that we want to interact with other people. You just want to we be. Just, a, yeah, we wanted to be a voyeur. Yeah, you want to be in a very <laughs> sexy hot. environment, and that's the thing that's amazing about. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's funny because we've met people since we've gotten into the lifestyle, and there are people that are into the club scene, and there are people that are into just meeting people for dinner and going back to their place and all that. Mm -hmm. And like the club scene is a huge draw for us because you you're not it's non-committal, mm -hmm. and you can go and it's like whatever mood you are in that night you can. You could either meet somebody new that you've never met before and, and, and go back and have sex with them, or... Yeah, it's exciting. Like yeah. you, it's like you never know what's going to happen that night. You yeah. might just go there, have dinner, dance, have some drinks, go home and fuck each other's brains yeah. out, or you might meet a really hot chick or dude or whatever and just you know have a great time there. It's so exciting. Like right. We still get butterflies every time we go to Trap. It's so stupid. Yep. I know, I'm no, a dork. We, same I'm a thing. Dork. Every, time we, every, time, every time we drive to the club, I'm always like, I so can't exciting. believe my stomach is like upset. <laughs> do, you, do you have your same like pre-club pre routine? Um, you know, it's funny. As we've gotten more and more into the lifestyle, and we, especially at Trapeze, and we've met more people like you guys, we get there earlier now because now mm -hmm. the social element is more critical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we want to get there before the music starts and it's too loud to talk. So we want to get mm -hmm. there at like eight or nine o'clock and yeah. and talk to the people that work there and talk to you guys mm -hmm. and talk to other people that we know and then and mm -hmm. enjoy a bottle of wine and yep. and relax and it's it's and it's, it's it, it makes the entire evening the entire experience yeah, of it instead yeah, of yeah. just uh uh yeah. this is dinner <laughs> and then and then sex <laughs> <laughs> but, but but that's not even that's not even like guaranteed, right? That's the great thing about the club is you can just go and you can take whatever you, you know. It's a buffet mm -hmm. of things that you want to take from the evening, right? Sure, so mm -hmm. you can, absolutely. You can just, you can you can cultivate good friendships, or you yep. can maybe just have a good meal and you know. <laughs> you go back and watch a sex show, and then be like, time to go, time to go. Let's go. <laughs> so so you're in the same boat as us. You you know you were thinking about something really no, no, sexy, no pun like intended. The, no. no. <laughs> No, <laughs> we're all on the same boat. <laughs> oh my god! So, so you ha so you saw the live sex show. So we saw, so we, so we saw, so we saw live sex at a fetish party. So in South Florida, there's like a huge fetish scene, and they only did the extreme fetish parties once a year. Mm. So you're not going to see that. You weren't going. We weren't going to see that again for another year. So we started researching sex clubs or mm. whatever, and places like trapeze pop up and you start learning about the lifestyle like the, just <laughs> the term lifestyle we didn't even know what that meant ls or did you have any idea that something like this existed like we had no idea obviously i, I think we knew it existed in a perverted sense in a kind or of a, like more a, private perhaps not so like you know a business like uh like, a uh, well, no, like, no. In a, like in a dirty 70s oh yeah tea party <laughs> sense like i mean it wasn't even <laughs> it was just kind of like a like the 60s and like you know 
flower power oh, and sure. like that. That was my impression of swinging. And it, a dude with a mustache. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and gold chains. And, and, and horrible music in the background. Yeah. But that was that was our impression of it. So like yeah. even when we kind of like started googling it and finding the places that existed in Florida, it was you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel real lucky to be in this part of the country because like mm-hmm. they're like. The lifestyle is pretty great down here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And trapeze is an amazing experience. We've gone, Mm -hmm. you know, for two years almost, like, at least once a month, and we've never had Mm -hmm. a bad experience. And even if it's a bad experience, it's an educational experience. Like, we we Mm -hmm. drive home, and it's, like, a long discussion, and Mm -hmm. we we figure out what went right, what went wrong, why didn't that work for us, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it works out really, really well. But nothing, nothing that's ever kept us from coming back again. To, yeah, to, to us too. And we have a different. Obviously, we have you know a different experience when we go there because a lot you know guys will try to approach yeah. us, yes. or they might be a little inappropriate. So for us, it's it's definitely a different experience. But you know, as a woman, you two can you know experience some of that awkward situations. But people are very respectful. Like they're usually usually very respectful. Ninety five percent of the time. No, and I think that's, that's, that's yeah. the amazing thing about the lifestyle, just in general. Yeah. Everybody is in incredibly respectful and everybody's as as nervous as you are Mm -hmm. and yeah i will say though those one times when they're not those are the times that you remember but those are also the learning experiences and they're rare very rare (laughs) while they are rare they're important because it does it teaches you about how people react in a certain situation and what to expect and how to how to expect your partner to react Right, right. Uh, I would, I would never want to relive any one of those experiences, but the experiences it gives me with Miss Depp, like <laughs> that's invaluable. Like that, that, yeah. like what we learn from each other, uh, mm-hmm. how we dealt with something that was super confrontational. Like today, when we were trying to pick up water <laughs> in the boat, like that's a super high stress situation. And wait, wait. I do want to intercede here. Preface. I know that we've said we're novice sailors, which we were. But I would like to say it was 30 knot winds as we were approaching the dock. It was not an easy task. And as you from the Midwest, 30 knots is a lot. It was very, very windy. They did a great job. They keep saying they're novice, but they're, they're, they're doing a great but job. But it's those kinds of situations, as horrible as they are, and I would never want to ever relive that. And I would never sign up for that, but <laughs> I would never learn as much from yeah. that right but there. But Tiff and Rach just kept using water this entire trip, so we had to get more water. Yeah. We would have never been put in that position had well, we. Well, let's clarify. You guys got a boat with a bidet, and you know what? <laughs> yeah. The bidet is like a pool jet for me. Mm-hmm. You know how many orgasms I've had of bidets? I thought I heard the water pump running for like an hour and a half this morning. That explains a lot. Yeah, it lasts about 30 seconds here on the boat. <laughs> well, the bidet and the pool, uh, the shower, the oh, shower head. Oh, yeah, shower head. Yeah, sorry. I told you guys I'd be going through a lot of water. I haven't no. actually showered yet. It's been like three days. But boy, howdy, my vagina's clean. <laughs> you got to be careful with the shower head, though. It'll bite. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It'll bite. It'll yeah, there's... Leave, I, found, a mark. I found there's a lot of ways I can hurt myself on a boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, the one, of, the one of two injuries on the boat is almost dying on the dock and the shower head. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't think any injuries were pretty. It's a, it's a learning experience. <laughs> Anyway, back to my back to my vagina. (laughs) You know, as we're talking though, if there's anything that makes you guys uncomfortable, or if there's any questions you don't want to answer, 
totally cool. First of all, nobody's listening. <laughs> so feel free to tell us everything. <laughs> Second of all, if you refuse to answer a question, Miss Depp must remove an article of clothing. These are the rules. Oh, These are the I rules, like and they're like steadfast. So like Wait, why am I the only one that has to remove clothing, though? Because Miss Depp, because we are slightly biased, in <laughs> as much as we love Scotty, come on. Oh, I need to go put some socks on. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we are slightly biased in our questioning. <laughs> now I feel like we might get no questions answered. I think it's all good. So Miss oh, Depp, where were we? what, what was the what was the high school you graduated from? <laughs> If you would not like to answer that question, you must remove you. an article of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish All our right. t- I wish our two listeners could actually see Mrs. Depp's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be sleeping in the dinghy tonight. Oh. I'm not sure your dinghy will fit that dinghy. <laughs> Scotty's got a giant dinghy, if y'all don't uh, know. Uh, here's five bucks. Yeah. Every time. Come on, every time. I'm going to start charging more. Okay, I have to tell this story, and if when I'm done telling this story, if uh, Scotty doesn't want it in, we'll take it out. No problem. But for the listeners, because I know these lovely maybe ladies make jokes all the time, um, but I am lucky to be married to somebody who does have a wonderful package. Mm-hmm. And recently... This <laughs> this was given some validation because we were at Fantasy Fest and my husband had a little bit to drink and he was wearing a kilt with nothing underneath and he came up to this rather large, beautiful black man and was like, oh, take my picture with this guy and like whipped it up his kilt to reveal his penis. The black guy took it great as he looks at me, then looks at his friend and is like, this guy's got a big dick. And he's white. Not for a white guy. And he's white. Even better is I wasn't quite sure that my husband realized we got that via camera yeah. until later. I did not know this happened he didn't know until, until just tonight. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a month later. We have, Almost a month later. We have photographic proof that this did indeed happen. <laughs> oh, it happened. I saw it tonight. But I, you know what's funny about the picture? And you wouldn't have known it unless uh, Miss Step had pointed it out that mm-hmm. your your giant meat was hanging out. Yes. But it was there. <laughs> and the 100,000th subscriber tonight to the podcast gets that, gets that picture. Gets yes. that picture. <laughs> Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand download gets that picture. So we're only like nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Yeah, yeah. But keep away. Downloading. Yeah. <laughs> Send it. Yeah. That was pretty funny. So, you, so you guys just went to Fantasy Fest. We did. That was awesome. Yeah. We obviously, we've heard some of the stories. We really like Fantasy <laughs> Fest. Um, there's a couple reasons we really like Fantasy Fest. The first is. Much to our surprise, kind of how we talked earlier about um, we're not the same people that we used to be. The two people that got married 15 years ago probably weren't into costumes. The two people that are together today, we love costumes. I don't. There's something mm-hmm. really fun about kind of getting dressed up and just kind of. You know what? And the lifestyle has gotten us into costumes because trapeze mm-hmm. has weekly theme nights, and when. There's a theme night kind of sets the guidelines of what you should look for as a costume. Mm-hmm. And the costumes are always you know, with Amazon. It's easy to participate. So, and, it's and just come fun. on, let's let's admit, 
our vain side here. We like the attention. When you put on a really good, elaborate costume, you get a lot of attention. Another part of the I lifestyle. think we all like we good attention. That. We, we should talk about that. We, we all enjoy good attention. Um, so Fantasy Fest is first and foremost about costumes. Every year it happens in Key West in October. It's usually the first week before Halloween. And it ends with a big parade and every year they have a theme and you're supposed to kind of dress or do your costumes per that theme. Um, this year we did um, Alice in Wonderland in a steampunk kind of theme. And we think it turned out pretty good. These guys will say yay or nay. So I, I'm a big fan of steampunk and leather and leather dildos. They make leather dildos? <laughs> no. Hey, I, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody's just, just found a market for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've never, never used a leather one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. That's cool. So do a lot of people dress up? Like, I imagine, we haven't been. We want to go. Maybe next year we'll go. But like, I think so. Do a lot of people, like, I imagine everyone's dressed up. So our, our favorite, and I would say it's the not-to-be-missed event for Fantasy Fest, is on Fridays they do what's called the Masquerade March. Yes. Hmm. And it starts at... I think it's like 4 o'clock at the cemetery, and everyone dresses up, and there's a band at the beginning, and basically it turns into a parade. And along the parade route, a lot of the bed and breakfasts or guest houses will serve complimentary drinks. Oh. <laughs> so it's one big, huge parade party of drinking and checking out costumes, and people get really elaborate with their costumes. No, and it's, it's a lot of fun because there's, a, there's kind of a pre-designated... Um, uh, parade route, and as you go along the route, there'll be at the intersections there'll be people holding signs that say, "Come no, come down, no, don't follow the parade route. Oh. Come down this side street to uh -oh. get free liquor." Oh. Ah. And it's always a really good time because there's down that side street there's like five or six hotels and people are on the balconies and that's and that's so why cool. yeah it's a really cool environment and it's totally a free like march you just jump in like everyone's like hey if you want to go yep. just get in line yep. jump oh, in jump in so dress cool. up and it's funny because nobody is not dressed up mm. yeah I think that's what makes it so unique is that everybody there is in costume because you know how you've been to the Halloween parties and like 50% mm -hmm. of the people decide not to participate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's way more fun whenever it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and even Fantasy Fest for being as as outgoing as it is, there's always there's still only about 50% participation participation on any given day. But during the parade, during the during the masquerade march, everybody is having a good time. Everybody's dressed up. It's always a really really good time. And the day before the masquerade march is the pet. Masquerade March. Oh, oh, the day so, if anybody, day. if you know anybody that has any pets, has an adorable cat. I know nobody. I, yeah, I mean, maybe just pass that along to your listeners. Rachel, do you, do you yeah. know anyone who has an adorable little puppy that might want to dress up? She would be so cute with like a little leather. Oh, oh my gosh! Next year. For the, the next year, we're going to be planning out Piper's costume. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Maybe. She's so in cute. leather. Yep, yep. Yeah, she should so be a leather puppy. Well. Like a leather biker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> a daddy, right? <laughs> they showed us a really awesome. cute picture of like some guys, a couple gay boys that you met. So that's the other amazing thing about Fantasy Fest is we've been there for three years now, and we always run into people that we know. As big as it is, and as many people that are down there, we run into the same 
we run into a lot of the same people that we know from previous mm-hmm. years. I stand by my statement that it's your gorgeous head of hair. Everybody just remembers that gorgeous head of hair. <laughs> he does have a you beautiful, get, beautiful, yeah. beautiful mane. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> you gotta be iconic. You gotta be iconic. But yeah, no, so we always run into people that we know, and um, yeah, it's very like minded. That's fun. It's like the cruise. Like you know, it's fun to run in, but that's a much smaller environment. I mean, on you know the swing of cruise, yeah, which, which we yeah. dodged this year, so we can hang out with the amazing. Scotty and On the private, for for four-person four cruise. Yeah. <laughs> four-person charter. But there's not been as much random sex on this cruise. No. It's all kind of... On a swinger cruise. I'm yeah. not saying. Well, that turtle did come and lick me pretty good. <laughs> I was like, no, turtle, no, my wife's not here. She's in the shower. No, turtle, stop. I was like, oh, don't stop, turtle, don't stop. You know, next time, don't put the birthday cake on your vagina. Mm. Don't want the turtle to go down I, there. Listen, I didn't think the turtle would like the cake. Yeah, that. who knew? Who knew that turtles <laughs> like <laughs> frosting? I never knew. And not turkey, turkey, turkey cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs> turkey organs, no go. To catch the uh, listeners please, up, please. We, or I should say, Scotty was very nice, and on Thursday did a like full-on Thanksgiving dinner here on the boat. And I was especially excited because, you know, I don't know how many of you guys have done a turkey, but the turkey has its innards and its neck, and we had to pull the neck out. And I was very excited to hang the neck off the back of the boat thinking we would catch something. (laughs) Some bite from somewhere. (laughs) Some interest. We we, we would have been happy with a bite. I just wanted, like, some fish to come up, like, oh, nibble, nibble on the neck. Even if it was somebody from the next boat over being like, what's happening here? (laughs) Incisor, get off the get off the turkey neck. <laughs> but as I'm sure everyone can tell, nothing, not one solitary bite off of the turkey neck. No. Oh, no failed, failed fisherman. But hey, the morning when we took the dinghy out, uh, Rachel had a very keen eye, and she pointed out a baby dolphin that got mm-hmm. amazingly close to the dinghy. He just wanted to play. Oh my God. Hey, he's a swinger. He's a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> I want, uh, yeah, I wanted to bring him back to the boat. I wanted to. That would be kind of well. cool. I, I mean, I'd get in the water myself, and then I kind of, I it had it not been freezing, and had we not been going, you would have wrestled it back. From I'm, me. I'm just hearing. I would have jumped in. <laughs> I would have jumped in and just, I wanted to play. I don't want to bring him back for tip necessarily. I want to play. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you guys only played in the same. Yeah, it's true. Same room, of same ocean, same room. Same got well. it, got it, got it. <laughs> all right, so down in Key West, that obviously is kind of a melting pot of all different sexualities, gay, straight, all that stuff. So, how do how do you guys necessarily play like at at the club and and um with gay, straight? Like the like the clubs in general or the clubs in Key West? Or in, or in the lifestyle. Lifestyle, Key West, all of that. So it's interesting because Miss Steph and I are both by, <laughs> right? That's how we list ourselves on our book. Ew, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so gross. gross. Yeah. 
Here I am sitting across from two lesbians <laughs> who won't do anything with men. <laughs> Telling me how gross it is to be bi. Oh, disgusting. Oh. I'm kidding. I think it's so fucking cool. <laughs> we love, like, our porn of choices, man on man. Absolutely. Like, but it's, it's so hot. It's just because I think the lifestyle has taught us that it's more about the sex than it is. Well, no, it is only about the sex. It's mm-hmm. not about, we're not polyamorous in the sense that we're not sure. going to develop relationships with people outside of you guys, which is really weird, but it's friendships, right? That's not, right. Know, it's not romantic relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, until you go to bed, then it's, then we take a step in our room. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still, just you know, she doesn't love you guys. Sorry, sorry, I don't. Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> but no, no, no. So we list our both. We list ourselves both as bi because we've That's definitely so cool. learned, and that was after the fact that we got into the lifestyle. Yeah, because I think you were bi curious for a bit. Yeah, or no? no I would say I would say always. I would say before the lifestyle, okay. I was purely heterosexual. That was not a. I mean, that was nothing I was willing to explore. Mm-hmm. I never had that. Right. I never had that college dorm room experience or anything like that. I never. <laughs> hand but it was always something you were curious about. I wasn't judgmental about it. It wasn't. Okay. It was just. It wasn't. It wasn't something like that. Was not. Wasn't an unanswered question for me. It was just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hadn't made up my mind about it, and it wasn't nothing right. that I was trying to discover. But then when we got into the lifestyle, for the women to be by, it's acceptable, right? So, oh yeah. Like you go it's to, highly encouraged. It's encouraged, <laughs> or mm-hmm. it's expected. Oh, yeah, I'd say expected is a good, yeah, good way to describe yeah. it. So when we got into, and so we were in the lifestyle for a year before I would say that I would have ever considered myself bi. It wasn't until we started mm. creating profiles online where they mm-hmm. asked you, you that question. Yeah, yeah, you have to label yeah. yourself. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to label Miss Depp as bi. Like, that's unfair because she's never been seeking the attention of women for uh-huh. the for the first, you know, three quarters, seven eighths of our marriage, and it's like, why? So it's unfair to say that she's bi and I'm not. Because, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I listed ourselves as bi, and it was, it's interesting because it's become, it's become a little bit of a litmus test that's for what, us. I was gonna say, yeah, litmus test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. we we enjoy the fact that other couples that we meet that find the guy being bisexual as being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're like nope nope I'm not bi I don't want any part of that I don't want you to touch me it's like all right that's yeah. fine because if if the other girl is bi and the other girl is not bi nobody cares about that right they'll still mm-hmm. go out and meet each other and all that so <laughs> we enjoy the fact that I list myself as bi because yes that's always on the table we'd always be willing to play that way but it's not required, it would never by, be any, required. by any means but it's also like. It's also a good way to say, okay, these guys are douchebags because they don't want to even hang out with like. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're not going to be like a you know a cock monster going after the guy. You'd be like, hey, if it works, it works. But I'm not going to be like making anyone uncomfortable, like because that's not who you are. It's not like people like guys have such a, a weird warped view of of any guy who you know who's, who's bi or bi curious, right? Two, you two would never do that, right? As women, you would never go after the female that was not. Oh God, no. Yeah. That is not into females. No, that's the last thing you want, and that's and that's what we we have experienced that at the club before, where a guy wants us to play with his woman, and <laughs> she's not into women, right? And it's like a deer in headlights, and it's not anything you want. It's like you 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 need to be you need to be comfortable you, yeah. with what you want to do, and yeah, it's it's, it's feeling like she's right. being pushed. The lifestyle isn't about making anyone 
forced into something, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I about mean, yeah, exploring, you know, different I mean, we're kind of we're kind of like we're both universal donors in that sense. Like we're flexible. Like yeah. we're going to go with whatever the other people that are comfortable with. Well, and it still just comes down to attraction too cuz I have to admit I do love some new profiles for like <laughs> the guys like and I'm absolutely straight. I look at the picture of the guy and I'm like, oh. <laughs> no. And <laughs> like, there was, like there was a problem there. Like, <laughs> like my stud muffin was gonna be like, yeah, I'm looking for balding and I'm like, that's why I'm the night. Balding and overweight. Oh, God. oh. I'm sorry, they would be lucky. <laughs> a chick or a guy would be lucky to hang out with either of you, so. Absolutely. I'm going to go full on being here, and I hope this goes to all of the listeners out there. There's nobody Lifestyle listening. Lifestyle in general, the ladies are like holding it together so much better. Yeah. Guys, step it up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> I remember too when you were younger, you know, they'd always. Do phrases like as the guys age, it's no fair because they just look more wise, more distinguished, yeah. almost yeah. like they age better. No, I've been in the lifestyle. Yeah. A lot of those guys are just like, yeah, I gave up a long time ago. My wife's holding it together for the two right. of us. No, no, she's not, gentlemen. There's conversations being had at the side, like. <laughs> Am I really ready to take the short stick on this one? And most of the time, the answer is no. No. Okay, that was really vain. Now, right. anyway. a more serious answer, I think the buy thing um, for both of us is that the times that we have been with other couples that are both by, it's probably the most free we've felt. Mm-hmm. The other thing Scotty that we should say is that uh, Scotty and I are a no-penetration couple. Mm-hmm. We're uh, same room only, and pretty much everything's on the table except for penetration. Like P&B? So, yes. Correct. But when we have been able to play with somebody where it's completely free, there's a lot of things that just happen impromptu that's great. Like, I remember I was giving you a little bit of head, and then mm-hmm. the other bi gentleman came over and he joined in on giving you a little bit of head. So we would mm-hmm. kiss a little bit, then we'd both give you a little bit of head. And that kind of freedom to just kind of enjoy the moment and let it be about sex and not tangled up into mm-hmm. whatever these guidelines are. Because at the end of the day, I really don't get what some people are getting out of this if it's not just some freaking good sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I have a great marriage that could take or leave the lifestyle. We're just here to have right. Right. kinky sex. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it adds another layer and another layer of oh, yeah. another layer, another yeah. element. So let's turn this around. You guys are kind of heterosexual in the homosexual sense, right? Like you only, you only want to play That's with... That's the most interesting phrase in life. You're heterosexual in the homosexual sense. You only want to play with... You only want to play with a specific gender, right? Yes. So when you're in a room and the other gen, you know, the opposite gender's butt is in your face because that's going to happen. It happens, yeah. It's, it's awkward <laughs> as all hell if you're not into that. 
Right, but I don't get offended. I'm just like, oh, you know, it's there. Right. But see, there you go. That's the key, not to be yeah. offended I'm by I'm just like, it. hey, it's, it's cool. Like, it's like, I don't want to eat your ass, but it's cool. It's there. You're having fun. I'm like, just don't fart. It's not a dinner, it's not a dinner, dinner invitation. It's just, uh, but, it, but if you're if you're flexible, it's, right. it's, you know, it's like, it's less disconcerting to see that, right? Like, you're like sure. you know what? I don't have to necessarily interact with it. Right. But the ass is in your face. It's okay. Right. There's okay. An, and, that, and that's the thing that always gets me when we look, see all the profiles on Cassidy and SDC and all that, where the male says he's straight, 100% straight. It's, it's always, almost like so... so it's, it's almost like homophobic. It's a homophobic. Little bit. It, is, yeah. it is kind of homophobic. And it's, it yeah. seems so... It seems like, don't like, touch me, don't look at me, don't... No crossing swords. It's just like it is. It's like it's, and that's like the last barrier for the lifestyle. I think is that the is the the, the gay man type, yeah, or the bisexual man. Like it's just like what's well, the big no, deal? Mean, what's the big fucking deal? We've made it. We've made it acceptable for the bisexual woman, right? So oh, like, yeah. you know, and it's like it just seems so awkward that anybody in the lifestyle isn't. That everybody has to be bisexually comfortable. Yeah, that's the truth of the matter. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Eight people are gonna float around a bed, yeah, and roll on top of each other and mm-hmm. not be bisexual. Yeah. That's I mean, impossible. You, exactly, yeah. you're in any kind of orgy situation, and you're gonna have some kind of interaction with somebody of the opposite sex or same sex, yeah. opposite sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah you at the very least you're comfortable with it. Right. Maybe you're, maybe it's not something you seek out, but you're gonna be comfortable with it. So when you see these profiles where they're like. I want 100 percent nothing right. to do with that. It yeah. seems very it's a awkward. Offensive. A little bit. Yeah, it's offensive. Like we get it. All you gotta do is say you're straight. That's it. Well, let's go back to. You're Rachel. not gonna convert anybody, right? Yeah. Like it's not. just like us. Like it's just offensive to to us when we say we're lesbians, and people are like, "Oh, so you don't play with guys at all?" I'm like, Jesus. Like if you say you're straight, I'm like, "Oh, so you don't play with guys at all?" <laughs> like I mean. But I will admit, it's just it's kind of like. No offense rude. to you guys, but you're the only people in the lifestyle that we've ever met. Yeah. That meet that criteria. I, yeah. So you're gonna be met with a lot of people that have never <laughs> that have never dealt with that. I know. So they're like, are you sure sh- what, what That's does that why mean? We give it. Like, yeah. I need some explanation and, of that. And we understand that we're unique and what in in the lifestyle in that perspective. And we're open with like we're we're not shy about saying that like up front though. Like people approach us and we're up front like we're all about the girl. All right, about the right. girl. Like we don't make any like we don't we don't confuse anybody in that in that scenario where we think that we might hook up with with the guy or right. any situation ever. When guys get aggressive or like rude, you know, we told you how we how we play. Right, right. Like if a, if a gay man or a bisexual man came up to you, you know, to a to a straight man and said, "Hey, so you and guys?" No, and they and said, "No." You you know the, you would expect them to back off, but if you know if the, if the man kept approaching him and like trying to grab your cock, like he'd fucking fight him, right? right? And that's but why is it acceptable for the guy to keep doing that to us? We're that's like, not no. even that's not a, even a gender specific argument, yeah. right? Like everybody exactly. should respect everybody else. Is. Forever feeling uncomfortable or it's like have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> right. It actually it actually happens less than I think it happens more. And you get used to it not happening. So when it does happen, mm-hmm. it throws you off guard, exactly. right? Because you've let your guard down. Because right. so often people are so respectful exactly. in the lifestyle. And you just kind of go into, you you know, you meet people and you kind of like, mm-hmm. you say something one time. Mm-hmm. And you're so used to it being respected mm-hmm. yeah. the first time you say it. When it doesn't get respected yeah. the first time, you're like, out. oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll repeat it. You didn't hear me. The music was loud. Exactly. 
and you say it again, and it doesn't get heard, and the third time it just like, and it falls up, the whole system falls apart, mm-hmm. and people argue with each other, and like you just don't know how to. It's difficult yeah. to deal with because you're that's like, exactly this is right. not the normal situation. Yeah, so you're right though. That's a very good way to put it. We don't expect that because everyone's usually very respectful at, at the club or wherever. You know wherever we go. So. Yeah, you just get you just get used to knowing every not even knowing everybody, but you just get mm-hmm. to used to everybody respecting everybody's first mm-hmm. conversation. If anybody's ever come up to us and we and asked us to want to play or something, we say no, maybe later or you know, mm-hmm. they never come back. Like it's, <laughs> it's I mean it's it's very we've never had to we've always been very lucky and never had to. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed part one of our episode. Uh, I will edit up the next part and get it out to you very soon. Take care.